Welcome to the Holistic Healing Connection podcast with your host, holistic practitioner and mentor, Amber Cook. Join Amber and her guests weekly for insight and practical tips to help you succeed on your path to wellness. This episode is sponsored by HealingWays.com, nurturing business, cultivating health, growing community. Your one-stop holistic health resource, HealingWaze.com. Hi, I'm Amber Cook. I've spent my life practicing and experimenting with holistic and alternative healthcare because I believe it is the real healthcare, the way to well-being. So stick around because your holistic healing connection starts right now. Welcome. My guest today is Lynn Del Mastro Thompson. She's a body talk practitioner and also a member of the Healing Ways team. This is her second time being on the podcast. And last time we just talked all about body talk and really what it does, what it is. And this time we're going to dive into how body talk can help you with your weight loss goals. Yes, it is true. Lynn herself has struggled with weight loss and other health challenges. And once she began focusing on balancing her hormones and metabolism through body talk, the weight loss just became so much easier. Today, she is glowing with health and vitality along with a greater store of energy for the things that she loves to do. She's back at dancing. So this type of healing, she says, can happen for most of us. We just need to start listening to our bodies. And a body talk practitioner like Lynn can be the translator. If you're someone who has done all the right things and still never sees results, this episode is definitely for you. And if you struggle with other metabolic disorders, even being underweight, this episode is for you. Body talk is truly a holistic healing method. Okay, Lynn. So I've been following you on social media as I do because you're part of the Healing Ways team and you're my friend. And I want to know. What is up with you? Like you just, you have this new glow about you. You seem a lot more energetic, even than more so than before. And you're talking about body talk and metabolism. And I know you took the body intuitive class recently. So we have all kinds of catching up to do. Um, (laughs) First of all, thank you for being here. My pleasure. It's always fun to chat with you. (laughs) Of course. Yes. I wish we could do that more often. And um, just to recap also, this is your second time on the podcast. So uh, we're not going to go into a ton of detail about body talk today, but anyone that's listening, if you want to know more about body talk, um, Lynn was one of the very first guests. I don't have the episode number, but if you go back to the beginning, I think it's called your body is talking to you. So yeah, I think that's what we called it. (laughs) Yeah. So Lynn, what is up? Well, <laughs> to address the question of the weight and metabolism thing yeah. that you've been fascinated by, and then we can do a little side detour, maybe to body intuitive and some yeah. of the other things I've been learning, but the big question of your mind. Um, so for the past year, I've been working with using the tools of body talk to help me lose weight. Mm-hmm. Um, I had gained about 25 pounds in the past five or six years, basically since I met my husband and we did lots of eating out and <laughs> it was the love weight, <laughs> but right. after a while it, it was not really, it was not so loved. 
moved on my body. <laughs> Your joints and everything else didn't love it. Exactly. And trying to buy clothes didn't really seem so fun anymore. You yeah. know, I hit, like, I hit kind of the point at the end of 2018 and I was like, I don't want to feel this way anymore. I'm just mm -hmm. tired. My feet were like hurting when I would just be on them for like more than 15 minutes, which was not something that was normal for me to have the soles of my feet be so sensitive. Yeah. And so I decided, um, one of my teachers actually has been using and developed a course on working with hormones that are for metabolism. Mm. And she, um, and I've been working with her personally one-on-one -on -one and then studying that work because it intrigues me. And so over the course of last year, I basically lost that 25 pounds that I had been trying unsuccessfully to lose kind of for several years on my own. Mm -hmm. Um, so I had kind of gained and lost the same 10 pounds over and over again for a while. Like if I ate a certain way, like the 10 pounds would come off and then I'd hit a plateau and mm -hmm. then I'd creep back into eating certain things. And then the 10 pounds would go back on. And it was just like, what is going on? I can't do this anymore. <laughs> hmm. I feel like a lot of people can relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And weight has always been sort of a struggle for me. Like I even remember as a teenager, like I wasn't massively overweight, but I was a little bit heavier than, you know, some of the other girls. And mm -hmm. I spent one summer, I was like really dedicated to just trying to lose just a little bit of weight. And I ate really well. Like I worked out, I think five days a week. And by the end of that summer, I had like not, I this, the net change on the scale was zero. I think I had gained some muscle um, and lost some fat. And so something had changed, but in my mind, that was like a failure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that was the first experience of feeling like I did all the right things. I didn't go on a fad diet. Like I didn't do diet pills. Like I was very sensible for a teenager who wanted mm -hmm. to lose weight in how yeah. I did it. And yet it didn't work. Mm. Okay. So has that kind of been your experience all through your adulthood as well, trying to lose weight? Pretty much, other than yeah. there were a couple of years when I was really sick after mm -hmm. um, I had gotten that misdiagnosis of leukemia, where I actually had the complete opposite experience and I was underweight. Mm, okay. So I've kind of experienced both sides and that to me was very foreign because most of my life experience to that point was always like, eh, I carry a little bit of extra weight. Like I would be happier, you know, losing 10, 15 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what I should mention, I'm not going to give away your age unless you want me to. <laughs> you can. <laughs> <laughs> so you did just turn 40, not very yes, long ago. Last, last year. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, you hear people all the time that at 40, you can't lose weight. It just gets harder and harder. And so you are saying just like a lot of things that you go like, no, that does not have to be the truth. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's my big message in the world about a lot of things. It, that doesn't really, have is. <laughs> it really is. And you're living it. So, yes. so it started with working with one of your teachers. Is that correct? Yes. For body yes. talk. Mm -hmm. And they were focusing on the hormonal aspect of it. Yes, because there's basically several dozen metabolic hormones that have to do with, you know, how we gain or lose weight in our body. Mm -hmm. So it's very focused, the work is focused on that. And as well as kind of the gut microbiome can have actually a lot to do with why we can or can't lose weight. Mm, okay. And so you first started working on this, um, addressing the hormonal issues 
uh, how long ago was that? When was that? I really, I was consistent from like last January. So it's basically been a year. A year. Yeah. And I know right in the beginning you dropped some weight really quickly. I remember. I think, yeah, the first month or two I was down like almost 10 pounds and Mm -hmm. it was like, whoa, where did that go? Like, I didn't feel like I had starved myself or like I wasn't, you know, working out two hours a day. Yeah. So what changed? What did body talk do for you then? So kind of the, the underlying understanding that we're working with is we have all of these different hormones for metabolism and they're really designed to, you know, for thousands of years as humans on the planet, we were in danger of starving to death. You know, if mm-hmm. you think of people a couple thousand years ago, they were hunters, they were gatherers, food wasn't readily available. They didn't have a grocery store to go walk in and buy however much food they wanted yeah. to fill their cart with, right? So our body is really designed to keep us safe from that because that was a real reality for many of us for thousands of years. Mm -hmm. Um, But for many of us, those hormones then have gotten locked into some different imbalances. So our body can often think that we're starving or in danger of starving, even though you're like, I've got fat on me, like I can go to the grocery store and buy whatever I want and eat whatever I want. Your body still thinks that there's a famine around the corner. And so, you know, if your body is in that starvation mode, it's going to hold on to everything. And no matter like if you change your diet, you're exercising, you're doing all the right things, but if your body still thinks it's going to starve to death, like it's very good at conserving everything and and packing on more weight potentially even. Yeah. Yeah. Like that kind of unexplained weight gain even um, as we age, right? As people, Mm because that is reality for a lot of people. And um, it sounds like it has something to do with, with that for sure. And then also just that, like you said before, doing all the quote unquote right things, Mm -hmm. but the scale doesn't budge. Exactly. You know, it's very frustrating. And I know, especially like it was interesting and the journey to lose weight in the beginning, you know, like my husband, like didn't hardly change his diet and, you know, weight just falls off of him. And I was like, I was like working so hard and doing all the things and I'm like, I lost a pound and he's like, I lost five pounds. And I'm like, what are you eating? Like, how can you be losing weight when I'm like more conscious of what I eat? And I, you know, I exercise. Yeah. Yeah. I know like that story of where guy you do, you cut down your calories and you're exercising like crazy and they stop drinking soda and lose yep. 10 pounds and you lose. Yep. So, <laughs> so for them, their metabolism is probably working a bit differently. Plus there's all of the difference between the male and female hormones and how much muscle mass, you know, so there is a very real biological difference for, yeah. for many women from men, you know, mm-hmm. men can just usually lose weight very easily. And our female bodies for most of us are like, no, I'd like to hold on to a little extra over here. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, our bodies. So nice. (laughs) Always trying to protect us. (laughs) Exactly. I'm like, I'm grateful that you're looking out for me that I'm not going to starve tomorrow. But you know, like most of us can relate to that feeling of being like, are you kidding me? Like, do you see the fat over here? Like, I'm not going to starve. Right. (laughs) I could skip eating for a few days and I'd be okay. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. So, so it started with working on the hormones and then, um, with it, I guess, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, um, the metabolism 
work was separate or were they together working together? I guess with body so it's talk, really work kind of works together. Everything is working together and it's really, they are metabolic hormones. So we're okay. not, some of them, you know, do come up, we're working with like the female hormones because they do interface with kind of the metabolic system in certain ways. But a lot of it is hormones that probably most people have never heard of, you know, ones okay. that let us know if we've eaten enough, if we feel satisfied, um, which I actually, when working with a client this week, she's like, I don't think I remember ever feeling that feeling since I was a child. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of us feel like we don't have that sense of I ate and now I'm like full. Most of us kind of want to keep grazing and, or eat beyond that, that satisfaction feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. there's actually a hormone that tells us to eat more and can tell us like, oh, you're still hungry. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So since you have, um, been receiving the metabolic, metabolic and hormonal work yourself, what have you personally experienced or noticed besides the weight loss? What have you noticed? I'm definitely just feeling like, you know, more energized, um, just, Obviously, for me, it's not so much about always the number on the scale, but it's how I feel in my body. Mm -hmm. So just feeling less achy. Uh, my feet don't hurt when I stand. You know, I mean, if I stand for hours at a time, yeah, they probably do, depending on my shoe. But, <laughs> but you know, before it was like 10 minutes or, you know, I'd go for a short walk and at the end I'd be like, oh man, the soles of my feet just like hurt. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then you're with eating, you just don't feel like eating as much. Yeah, that's definitely, I would say I, especially in the past couple months, I've noticed, um, I get a very clear feeling like when I'm full, like sometimes, especially, you know, when we're eating out and there's really yummy foods and we're like wanting to just like finish that whole plate. Cause it tastes so good. Like now I kind of hear that signal in my body and I'm like, Oh, like, yeah, it tastes really good, but you're full, like stop. And then I actually can listen to that. Whereas before wow. I probably would have just plowed through the whole stinking plate and, mm -hmm. you know, cause it tasted so good. And then my brain was like, cause you may never eat this again, you know, <laughs> in your life. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So it feels like from what I've heard, you know, I've talked to you just briefly here and there over the last year about it. And it sounds like, um, it just seems quote unquote, just very easy and effortless since getting the work? For the most part, it has been. I mean, I, I, there's definitely been some lifestyle things that I've had to make some adjustments to. So like okay. for me personally, and these are always like very specific to an individual, like somebody else might be fine with eating potatoes. My body tends to, if I eat potatoes, wants to hold on to, you know, the calories from it. So I basically, I've gone down to eating potatoes once a week instead okay. of, I used to eat them probably like four or five times a week. Yeah. So being so, conscious of certain foods, you know, and then like I've exercised a few more days a week, but I also had to make it something that I enjoyed versus doing something that I was really bored doing before. So it was actually a positive shift in that way of like, oh, I really actually hate walking on the treadmill. It's really boring to me. Like what could I do that actually feels more fun to me? Mm -hmm. Nice. So what made you realize um, that like with the potatoes, was that something to do with body talk or is that just? Yes. Okay. 
Yeah. So that actually came up in working with my teacher, like, and, and I work with clients on this as well. Like sometimes it comes up, there's a particular food that we should eliminate or eat less of, and sometimes something we should eat more of, like it's actually, you know, beneficial. Our body really likes it and we're not eating very much of it. It's like, I'd prefer if you ate this over that, but we're going the opposite way. You know, we're eating lots of potatoes and not as much of something else. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So uh, let's talk just a bit about body talk in case anyone listening now might be a little confused as to what body talk is and they don't want to stop and go back to the episode. Yeah. So what, what is body talk? So body talk is really like, it's an intuitive process. We have a protocol chart that we work with, and then we also use the practitioner's intuition to determine kind of what is out of balance, what needs to communicate better in the body, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. um, to address the issue that someone's coming in with. So like in the case of the metabolism, like what is getting in the way of my body being able to lose weight in a healthy way? Mm -hmm. And how do you um, talk to the body? What are some of the methods you use in body talk? So body talk, primarily we use um, muscle testing. Okay. So kind of kinesiology, basically, Mm -hmm. if you're familiar with that and you're listening. Um, So we use yes, no muscle testing, and that's more confirmation of the intuition that's coming through. Mm. So all of the information is really coming through, like the practitioner gathering that information intuitively, and then we kind of confirm it with the client's body. Oh, okay. Very cool. Hey listeners, I'm just dropping in for a moment to tell you about one of my favorite podcasts, Women Conquer Business, with one of my favorite hosts, Jen McFarlane. Part of holistic healthcare for me is taking time to nurture my business because like most business owners, my business is a part of me. One of the ways I do that is by listening to podcasts from other heart-centered entrepreneurs like Jen. She has a contagious can-do attitude and her podcast, Women Conquer Business, is filled with heart, strategy, and tons of inspiration. Women Conquer Business is available on all major podcasting networks and you can learn more about Jen at jenmcfarland.com. Now back to our show. And so speaking of intuition, let's jump (laughs) over to uh, Body Intuitive. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Um, kind of the new, the new spinoff, the new addition to body talk. Um, is there there much difference between it or, or what's, there's a lot of similarities um, and there's some of the same tools and some of the same methods in body intuitive. Um, basically, my teacher, who is the one who I worked with on the metabolism and another teacher who is um, an acupuncturist. So my teacher, her background is um, as a research scientist. She has a PhD in genetics okay. and then she turned into a body talk practitioner and instructor And she paired up with another instructor who has been a doctor of oriental medicine for 25 or 30 years. I can't remember which. And so they've created sort of a very East meets West um, approach in, in this body intuitive system. So we can look at like organs from either the Western perspective, like you would understand, you know, in a medical textbook, or we can look at them from an Eastern Chinese medicine perspective, which I find really, really fascinating. Like that to me, I'm learning more through that part because I've worked with the other teacher for a lot longer and I, I have a lot of her knowledge base, but it's like finding out how to work with Chinese medicine is really interesting. Oh yeah. It's fascinating. And it's so ancient. It's, it is. And I, I was saying to a client the other day, I'm like, the language of it feels very poetic. Like there was something yeah. that came up in the session and I was like, it felt like it was like poetry in yeah. her session. 
Yeah, I totally agree. So when someone were to, is to come to you or were to come to you um, needing help with either losing weight or gaining weight, right? You Yeah, because the same tools can be used. Right. Because, you know, somebody could possibly be underweight um, and, and not at a healthy weight. There's different mm-hmm. reasons that, you know, we could have a health issue that creates that. Or some people just have a very hard time. They, they eat properly, but they just don't put on weight. Yeah. And so do you, is the session specifically for that? Or is it just like an all over session? And if, and that you can kind of pick up if somebody is needing that support? Typically, I'm working with people for the metabolism with that kind of understanding that that's our primary focus. Of course, other things can sometimes come up in sessions and other things that affect that. So, you know, somebody's stress level is going to directly impact the metabolism work. So Mm -hmm. you can't really address it if somebody's like way overstressed out, like we have to address the stress. If they're not sleeping properly, that's another factor that we have to address in the session Mm -hmm. to get the metabolism to work properly. Because if you just don't sleep right, your metabolism is going to be impacted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Am I correct in saying like it kind of almost shuts down? If you're super your metabolism, stressed. yeah, if, yeah, it, it, you know, a lot of the stress hormones and cortisol and things like that can affect these metabolic hormones. And of course mm-hmm. they can affect your gut microbiome, which I think I kind of alluded to earlier that your yeah. gut microbiome actually has a lot to do with metabolism as well. So if you have a lot of imbalance there, um, and then it becomes more difficult to either gain or lose weight, depending on what, what imbalance you have going on. Yeah. And so you personally, um, how often do you get body talk done for your home hormones and, and metabolism? Um, I've typically, I think my sessions have been monthly with my teacher okay. um, because she's a kind of a super advanced practitioner. So her sessions tend to be like very dense. And so it usually takes kind of the month for my body to fully update. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And do you plan on working to lose more weight or are you set and happy where you're at now? That's always an interesting question. And I was actually chatting with my teacher about it when we had our last session. Cause she's like, so, you know, what are your, what are your goals at this mm-hmm. point? And I'm like, you know, honestly, for me, I don't even know like what an ideal weight is because I don't know if I've ever been at that weight. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I probably could lose a little bit more weight, but some of it also feels like I could tone certain areas that could use more muscle. Okay. So I, I'm kind of, exploring, I guess, at this point, like what that looks like, like what, what is the ideal weight for my body? Mm -hmm. I like that for your body, right? Because that whole BMI thing, that's just, oh yeah. (laughs) And we are are all so different. And I always say, you know, it's the perfect weight for your body is where you feel good. You feel energized, you feel healthy, your weight isn't stopping you from doing things in life that you want to do moving right (laughs) like exactly exactly you know i think there's issues like heart problems and you know all that kind of stuff it's just right things are moving. yeah yeah i think you know there's a lot to be gained too from kind of that more body positive approach to to weight you know because we don't all have to be like a certain number on the scale like you know we can love our bodies I, I advocate for loving your body no matter what, you know, whether you are, you feel you're overweight 
or not. Yeah. Um, but you know, there are reasons that we may want to lose weight because it, it supports our health better. Mm -hmm. And for me now, it's kind of like figuring out like, okay, body, what weight do you want to settle at? Like, is this the weight or, you know, do we lose a little bit more and gain yeah. a little bit of muscle, which will be, you know, again, that, that difference on the scale, my weight might actually go up a little bit uh -huh. if I start doing a little bit of weight work. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, like I said in the beginning, um, just you kind of have like a, a glow about you that wasn't there before <laughs> and not that you weren't glowing before. It's just brighter yeah. <laughs> and, and you just have more energy about you. They're just, it, it's just very apparent that no matter how much weight you've shed, that things seem to just be working better in your body. Like Exactly. And that's, you know, for me, what, what the bottom line is, is that it's not particularly a magic number on my scale. It's, it's how I feel on a daily basis. It's not feeling like I'm tired or, you know, when I was doing things that I used to do before and I was like, wow, I'm getting t more fatigued more quickly. Mm -hmm. You know, the excess weight just made me more tired more quickly when I was being active. Mm -hmm. Yep. And it'll do that. Definitely. And just to touch on real quick for people that might not know this about, about you, um, you've written a book about this and everything. What brought you to Body Talk? Why did you start so, down this journey yourself? So I started down the journey really of holistic health and Body Talk found me a little bit later because I went through a kind of a life-changing health crisis when I was 25. Yeah. Um, I was initially diagnosed with leukemia at that age and then three years later came to find out that that was actually not even the correct diagnosis. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that kind of really messed up your life for a while. It certainly did. <laughs> <laughs> and go ahead. It certainly did. And there was lots of layers of, you know, healing that, you know, in terms of there was anger there at kind yeah. of feeling like I had been robbed of, of the potential of healing for three years because mm -hmm. of a medical mistake. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, again, what's the name of your book and how can people find it? Sure. It's called You Are Not Your Diagnosis, and it's available both on my website, which is bodytalkportland.com, or you can find it on Amazon as well. Yeah. And it's an easy read, and it's very inspirational. You're inspirational, and you're inspirational now on a whole new level. You're, <laughs> you're speaking to those of us that you know are in that age group where people say, you can't lose weight, you know, the scale never budges past a certain age. Um, age and your metabolism just slows down so much. There's really nothing you can do about it. Um, again, like you've said, that doesn't have to be the truth. It's not the truth. No. For most of us. If your body's working properly, you should be able to, you know, get to the healthy weight that you want. It's just, there's lots of factors that imbalance it from that. And, and we just have to resolve what those imbalances are. And then your body's just like, oh, okay. I don't need this extra weight. I'm not going to starve tomorrow. Let's burn some fat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. We all, I would, uh, would love for my body to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty remarkable. You're just like, sometimes you're like, what just happened here? You know, <laughs> that is awesome. All right. Of course, so we're all, always told by the diet industry too, you know, like yes. you have to do all these things. You have to count your calories, which mm -hmm. is actually faulty science actually the whole calories um, thing is a okay. whole myth of yeah calories in calories out 
Exactly. That's actually, because it doesn't take into account basically in short, like the quality of your calories actually does have something to do with it. You know, if you're eating McDonald's food all the time versus eating like healthy organic food, guess what? Those calories, not the same thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. So now that you're feeling great or better and you have more energy, um, for you personally, just a normal, normal day, like a work day, you're not on vacation. What does like the perfect self-care day look for you? Mixed in with some work and, and life stuff. Um, I mean, usually for me, it looks like getting my day started with exercise. Cause if I don't do it in the morning, I will not do it later in the day. Like that's, I know myself well enough. I make excuses after work. <laughs> <laughs> so like do it and shower and it's done, you know? So doing that, cause I'm tending to my body in that way, usually some meditation before I kind of get my work day going. I'm not a, I can't meditate first thing cause I'm usually too sleepy and I'm worried that I would like fall back to sleep if I right. just got up and meditated straight away. <laughs> um, and then mixing some play in there too. Like that's, I guess my big thing for this year is doing things that are more creative and things that bring me more joy. So even if I'm like working and I take a break and I go play some piano or like do something that, that's creative for me. Mm -hmm. And you like to dance. So you're calling yes. in some more dancing this year. Yes. I'm calling in opportunities to perform is definitely on my, Ooh. my list. <laughs> nice. How exciting. Yeah. So, uh, what, what are the things you do in the evening after you've done, you've worked and you've fit in some joy? What is like, um, an evening, relaxing evening look like for you? Usually just spending time with my husband. Um, unfortunately, sometimes too much TV. <laughs> You're normal. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Guess what? I'm not like all perfect over here. <laughs> Sometimes it's, you know, playing games together and stuff like that. Like yeah. I've been trying to be a little bit better about not just plugging down in front of the TV, but I definitely have to say this time of year with all of the rain and everything and it being dark, it, it inclines itself more to, you know, lazy evenings. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Summer is much easier to motivate to get out and, and do something. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think anyone listening to this in, uh, well, most of the United States right now <laughs> would probably agree with that statement. Um, and how can people work with you? So I usually, with most people, I work one-on-one -on -one and I actually have kind of taken to just custom designing what people need based on what their goals are. So I've just, I usually have a kind of a low key, no pressure conversation about what you're dealing with in your health, where you want to get to, and my recommendation of how I might be able to get you there. Nice. So I, I just have found it's hard to have a cookie cutter like program that fits everybody. Like some people, you know, just need a little bit of support short term. Some people with a bigger issue need a little bit more intensive long-term support. Mm -hmm. So I like to just figure out what's best for each person. Nice. And one other question that just actually popped into my mind is because I'm sure that you're, you have maybe already heard this and you're going to definitely hear this, especially if you're talking to people about losing weight. What if they work with you and the weight loss doesn't happen? What would you say to that person? 
Um, there's definitely a key component when I take on somebody who's coming for weight loss, that there's an understanding they have a role in that. So, you know, the lifestyle factors of what they're eating, time of day that they're eating, um, are they exercising? Because exercise does come into play. Um, it actually triggers a particular hormone that burns fat. And so if we're not exercising, we don't get that hormone when it's working some of us, it's not working properly. And so we can exercise and still not lose weight, but when it's working mm-hmm. properly. So, you know, I, I always see it as a partnership and if everybody, you know, does their part, I think success should really happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, you know, there, obviously it's hard to offer guarantees of anything, yeah. but, <laughs> but usually, you know, looking at that and, and having that understanding, cause I think some people just think, oh, well, you're just going to fix it. And it's like this particular part of the work, especially compared to anything else, there's definitely some key parts that the client needs to be on board with of like, okay. I have to play an active role in the lifestyle changes as they come up. Yeah. So it makes, it sounds like it makes getting healthier a lot easier, but like any holistic modality, we're working with the body in a safe way. And so it's not just a quick fix. I mean, exactly. You know, it's exactly. Not pill with massive side effects. It's right. It's working with your body. And sometimes the body takes a little bit of time. Right. So just because my story, you know, in the beginning, in those first couple months, like 10 pounds came off really quickly, like that might not be each person's journey. Like somebody might take a little bit longer. It might be, you know, more gradual, you know, everybody's body works a little bit differently and will respond a little bit differently. Yeah. And that's the beauty of body talk, talking to the body, your body, your body's language, not some generic Yes. Or here's the the perfect diet for everyone. Everybody just eat this particular, you know, cookie cutter diet and you'll lose weight. It's like, it doesn't really work that way. Nope. Nope. That is awesome. Well, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for this work that you're bringing to people, especially this day and age when the diet industry is a multi-billion with a B (laughs) industry um, with a lot of harmful things going on for our bodies and um, they're making money off of us. So exactly. Many of those diets can actually further imbalance your metabolism. Yeah. Like one of the things that, that comes up in a, I do kind of an intuitive scan to see what factors are most out of balance. And that's one of the questions that we can ask about, you know, ask the person, like, have you done previous weight loss diets? And then we can see the impact it's had on a body. Like yeah. Some people may have adapted to that. Okay. But for some of us, it's like it further set your body thinking, oh, I'm going to starve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll just look at, you know, the case studies of the biggest loser, you know, that TV show. Mm. Um, you know, I've heard stories that the majority of people have gained weight and then some, they have health, right. problems. you know, that's what usually will happen with those quick fix things. So exactly. Um, this is not that. So no, yay, yay Lynn, <laughs> yay body talk. Um, well, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your story. You have definitely inspired me. Um, I may, I may eventually seek out some hormone and metabolism. (laughs) (laughs) Would be fun to get to work with you. It definitely is, is powerful stuff that that can really, you know, make a huge difference. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. That's my pleasure. 
You've just listened to Holistic Healing Connection with me, Amber Cook. You can find out more about me and other holistic healers, coaches, and practitioners at healingways.com. That's healing, W-A-Z-E.com, or on most major social media outlets. If you are a holistic professional and would like to be a guest on this podcast, please go to healingways.com to join. If you have been helped by holistic or alternative medicine, I'd love to help you share your story on this podcast to help inspire others. Please email us at info at healingways.com with the title podcast guest. And don't forget to come back every week for more holistic fun. Thanks for listening and have a beautiful day.